Nissan has been committed to the EV game since 1947. Their EVs have traveled 8 billion miles. 8 billion miles driven by LEAF owners globally since 2010. From the North Pole to the Formula E track to your co-worker's garage. Put the electric at EV with the Nissan Aria and the Nissan LEAF. Visit NissanUSA.com to learn more. Nissan. EVs that electrify. Hi, Underhill Family Orchestra. What up? Hi. Hello. Welcome to the Diddy TV studio. Welcome back. Yes, welcome back. Yes, welcome Thanks back. Thanks for having us again. Diddy TV alum, the Underhill Family Orchestra. Yeah. We were called early adopters earlier. It was pretty awesome. <laughs> Which we love. Yeah. And we love the fact that you're back, and it was a really phenomenal performance. Thanks. So can you just tell me each of your names? So you can, anyone this can is start. Steven. I'm Steven. Steven. Stephen, what's your last name? My last name's Laney. Laney. Are you going to Facebook me? Uh, well, I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. I'm finding, trying Just to figure out Facebook whether one of you me. is an Underhill. <laughs> is there, are there any Underhills? Uh, no, that is my family name. Oh, but, that is your family uh, name. But we'll talk about that in a second. This okay. is Joelle. I'm Joelle. Hi, Rosen. Joelle. My name's Ben. I'm Joe Grove. Roy Duran. <laughs> Roy, you've got my name. <laughs> so, so when you guys got together and you're thinking, you know, whose name are we going to take for the the family orchestra? How did that whole it thing actually go down? it didn't quite work that way. Mm -hmm. We started backwards. We uh, f like orchestra was a big deal, and then it was like family orchestra because of the old bluegrass family bands and such. And then uh, we sat on family orchestra forever, like because we couldn't think of a good name. You know, a lot of those. Family bands, it's like the you know, Chatham family band or whatever. And we couldn't come up with a good one. And, uh, you know, we finally landed on Underhill, which has various meanings to various people. But What are some of the meanings? <laughs> well, uh, it's a lot of people ask, if it, ask us if it's from Lord of the Rings, because that's how Frodo signs in to the inn. Right, Joe? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Chevy Chase Fletch. Uh, the, his old movie, Put It on the Underhills. That's a, that's my nickname. That's a recurring. Fletch. Fletch? Yes. That's, that's yeah. a cool nickname. And uh, Fletch, too, would not be as cool of a nickname. No, but, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then um, Underhill is a, I mean, it's a native name from my family. So. Oh, that's great. And so you guys are from the Alabama Delta. Yes. So, of course, you know, being from the Mississippi Delta, what is the Alabama Delta? Where is that exactly? Okay. Um, that is the uh, Mobile Bay area. Sure. Yeah. If if you look at a picture of Alabama, it looks like a dude with a mullet. It's like got a nose and a chin, and then back here, kind of on this side, it's got hair. It has hair that comes down, <laughs> and we live in the the party side of the mullet. <laughs> ah, the party side of the mullet. Party side of the mullet. That's where you get your energy from, right? Yes. 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 So. We get our energy from mullets. Well, what, like what are Voltron. we are <laughs> talking about fish, I think. <laughs> oh, yes. There is a mullet toss. Yeah, that, because people, it's a fish. Yeah, people throw them. I don't actually know what happens. <laughs> I just assume people throw fish they throw at fish, each other. Yeah. They throw fish. No, it's a distance thing, I think. Oh, poor fish. Do they throw them in no, the they're water? Already, they're, dead. they're already dead. Oh, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, they're, Do they they're, eat them? They're not throwing them through no. the water. <laughs> This sounds this evidently barbaric. Shocking news for you. <laughs> I've this never known what in. it is that I grew up in Mobile. This just in <laughs> mullet tosses, murder. I just like, I just assumed it was like people just go with their who have mullets and they go on stage and just like flick it really and see who is the best at it. It's kind of like air guitar no. a little bit. Yeah. 
no. No. Okay. So in the Alabama <laughs> Delta, do they do they play Appalachian music, or how did you guys come about that? Uh, it's uh, in a roundabout way. Um, let's see. Alabama specifically, and uh, Delta music in general, is blues music. And it's roots music. Like, it's where, um, without going into the specifics of the history of it, you know, that's where a lot of the really important blues started was in Mississippi and in Alabama and, you know, towards the Gulf where the shrimp is and the boating industry and all that. Um, so when we <laughs> started, we had, we had a, and you can hear it in a couple songs, uh, specifically Oh Spirit Bring Me Home. It's a particularly bluesy chord progression, you know, it's um, um, pretty traditional in that sense. And then the subject matter is also in that old spiritual kind of sense so it has that going for it also but kind of as we started as we kept going we wanted to do more of the family harmony stuff and then as that progressed and because we're we listen to current music and I mean we listen to all music but we listen to a lot of current music and you know throw that reverb up make it sound like it's in the mountains you know it's a, it's it's a aesthetic choice for us that I think we we just fell into because we love those sounds so much like Fleet Foxes, uh, um, Chicago, you know, those big... Big sound. Bi yeah, Fleetwood big Mac. wall of sound vocal kind of stuff. And I, lo I love the fact that you guys have, what, four and five part vocal harmonies? We do. Yeah. So who, who's at the top and who's at the bottom? Phrasing. The <laughs> <laughs> um, I definitely take the high notes. I would think so. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> there, yeah. Yeah, and then oh. Joe's, Joe's usually on the bottom. Yeah. He's the most powerful it's bottom. It's either Joe or Roy on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> We're the power bottom. So I have to ask, what is it like being the, the one lady in the band? Um, Roy, you want to take know, this Roy? one? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a little... It's, uh, is it tough? <laughs> it's tough sometimes. Yeah. Um, it's a little emotional, maybe. Hey, y'all don't let the dog play with the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I'll speak for Roy, um, okay. since he is a lady. Um, I think he finds it um, hard sometimes, you know, uh, relating to everyone, because um, he cries a lot. Okay. And then everyone just starts hitting him. Um, yeah. That's, that's you know, I'm, odd. Yeah. I don't know. That's that's rough. <laughs> He's going to cry. I'm sorry. Is it like that in the bus? Okay, you yeah. asked for it. <laughs> so you guys also just recently signed on with Skate Mountain Records? Or? That's correct. Okay. What was that like? What was that experience like? And uh, what's it like working with the label? Um, it, was, it was kind of a surreal thing for a little while. We, uh, you know, we, we'd been working so hard for so long, and we were looking for the right fit, and... Um, then we were looking for just any fit, and then we were looking for just somebody. And uh, they, they, found us, they found us at the right time for them, and then I think we found them at the right time for us. We, uh, it's very um, interdependent. You know, we count on them. They count on us for stuff. And uh, it's, it's, been a really, it's been a really cool uh, partnership, for sure. It's, it's a lot less of them being our bosses or, or whatever that you know, hierarchy is as it is. Um, it's partnership. We work together a lot. Uh, we work with the same producers. I work with, uh, I work with other musicians on the thing. Everybody kind of takes notes off of each other. You know, it's, it's just a big, 
you know, we're very family oriented and it's a family thing. So we're kind of, we're into it in that way. And you have a CD coming out, right? Yes. Soon? Yes. And that is called Showdown. It's no. called Tell Me That You Love oh, Me. Tell Me That You Love yes. Me. Okay. We Showdown. did just uh, release two songs on um, the internet, Spotify, iTunes, all of that, um, which is Showdown at St. Lawrence, which is an older song that we re-recorded. Oh, that's the song. Okay, and, great. Yeah, yeah. And then um, our cover of I'm a Believer by the Monkees. So those are up. And, yes, album will be coming out this year. So what, you recorded the... Um, you recorded the CD where? Um, we recorded half of it in Mobile, um, where we're from, and then the other at a place called Dauphin Street Sound. They have a great crew and uh, a bunch of really professional folks over there. And then we recorded the other half at White Buffalo Studios in L.A. with uh, Noah Shane, who did the whole record. So He came to Mobile for the first half, and then we all went to L.A. for the second half. A lot of vocal work and whatnot. So, what kind of uh, what kind of experience was that, and what what did he bring to the table? Just working with someone who's so professional and who whose heart is in it just as much as ours is. Like, he loved the music, and um, just a lot of mutual respect there. And we would be in the studio just hours and hours and hours, um, just adding little vocal things and. Just so many things that maybe maybe it's a song that we've been playing for so long that um, we get used to hearing it one way, and he's got fresh ears, and he could be like, oh, what if we kind of cut this a little bit, or what if we added um, this vocal line, and just a lot of a lot of fun experimenting and um, creating together, and um, I think that's a big difference of having a really great producer and not just someone who's operating the buttons and microphones right yeah he um being a drummer which he is and he's an awesome drummer uh it was cool working with him because he made me in the studio a much better drummer and more creative like took parts that i had already and just made them so cool (laughs) it's like having having that kind of like teammate in in the studio is like he was definitely the sixth member um, yeah he's totally family we all love him more than we can yeah. And like like you said, I mean, sometimes when you've been doing something for so long, you're not really seeing it in, with a fresh perspective. Right. And to have someone who yeah. can say, I'm taking <laughs> pieces from, from other projects I've worked on and, and applying it to your group and, and just giving you some, some other ideas in the studio, I would think that would be really, really fun. Yeah. Sure. That's, that's certainly, uh, it, was, it was refreshing and nice to have. It was also nice to have, because um, we've, we've put out, two CDs on our own. Um, and it was, it was nice to have not only somebody who was like, yeah, this is okay, but let's try it like this. Um, it was nice to have that. It was also nice to have somebody who was like, I hear what you're going for. Let's take that up the rest of the way. Let's take it as far as we can go. And uh, there are moments on this record that are just, they blow me away every time because... Um, the concept of the songs, you know, we all have these high concept ideas of what we want the songs to be. And, um, we got so far and so like, it's so big and and it's, it felt so good because we'd been, we've been trying to do that for years, two albums worth of material, trying to do this thing. Um, and he came in and he was like, oh, I know how to do that. And it was, it was a crazy the thing. relief. Yeah, no, for sure. And, you know, he's a sweetheart and 
uh, it, like we know his whole family now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a good time. When do you guys have time to write? It seems like you're pretty busy on the road. That's that's the funny thing about that's the funny thing about being on the road. Um, one person is busy the entire drive, and then you got four other people doing a lot of uh, uh, sightseeing. Yeah, watching <laughs> movies. Yeah, or writing. Um, our writing usually takes place when somebody brings one of us brings an idea to uh, a practice or rehearsal, and we expound on that. Um, to make something out of it or maybe to scrap it or maybe to um, put it on the shelf for later. Most of everybody's, everybody in the band's a writer, so everybody has something. And when we were writing this album, we demoed like almost like 30 songs to put onto it. And a lot of them were just us cutting and pasting stuff from everyone's uh, thoughts and putting them together to put something, like make something cohesive. Yeah, for sure. And even, uh, and this is a fun thing for Diddy TV people, but if you go back and watch our first Diddy TV, we had a song called 10 Minutes Stop. And that song is not that song anymore. Now that song is, uh, we like chopped it up and we kind of made it fresh and new and we called it Nebraska Town. And it's a, uh, uh, you know, we played it uh, today, you know, so. But it's 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 one of those things that like uh, it's a great thing when, about music, right? Yeah, it's it's funny you have you have uh, five people sitting in a room going, how can we mess this up in a really nice way? And uh, it's you know I'm I'm constantly surprised by everything. You know, so wow, Roy, why'd you do why'd you do that? It's like I don't know. I I liked it. I thought you would like it. You know, mm-hmm. and like we we play off each other really well, and I think that's one of the I think that's one of the things we do well is just riff, we yes and, you know, we try to keep something going until it's really great. So you accomplished so much. You put out two CDs on your own. You put out this collaborative CD. Um, what is your next challenge? Like, what do you want to do next that would really get you going creatively? Preparing for the album to be released. I mean, we're already working on new music and have stuff ready to get back in the studio even though this one's not even out yet for people to hear but um just i don't know about inspiration but staying busy staying on the road um continuing to work and to get you know build the family and grow the family yeah and i think uh we we took some really ambitious steps on this record and i think the next record's going to have even more and then the next record's going to have an even uh an even bigger ambitious step probably and you know, it's 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 a amoebus outfit. You know, it never stops growing, it never stops changing, it never stops multiplying. And um, that's, um, I mean, it's easy to it's easy to look at your music and be kind of pejorative. Like it's easy to go, um, well, this song's good enough, or uh, I don't like this song, but other people like it, so it's fine. Um, but I don't think we're ever happy with our music if we think it sucks. It'll be a, I think the next step, logically, I think everybody who's behind me on this, will be a rap rock um, metal Oh, yeah, for sure. Something. Yeah, like the Blade 2 soundtrack? Something like that, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think we've talked about this. In but the question <laughs> is, will your outfits all change with the they'll rap rock? They'll just be gold, just, yeah, right? Yeah, they'll just be gold yeah. and just gold, gold. Just gold, yeah. okay. Just I might borrow your hat. <laughs> Perfect. It's kind. Of, it is kind of a rap rat. I it's think. A, you know. It's a rap. Maybe a little bit. A little, like yeah, kind of like '90s rapper. Right. Yeah. '90s rapper. Totally. Yeah, yeah. But that's kind of you know it's retro, right? 
maybe. Yeah. No, totally. <laughs> vintage, right? Vintage. 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 Yeah, 90s is like vintage now. It is. It's, <laughs> it's really insane. scary because I lived through it. Yep. Um, I get to sell all my <laughs> old toys. That's pretty cool. I can just I can just sell all my clothing that's still in my closet. <laughs> you should. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I uh, just wanted to thank you guys for coming. It was just phenomenal. We can't wait to Absolutely. hear the whole CD. And uh, we wish you the best. Thank you. And thank you. hope you come back again. Oh, Definitely. for sure. Thank you, guys. ATV alumni for the third time. Of course. <laughs> Thanks again. Thank you. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com. Code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.